Welcome to my podcast ritual. This is Janya Wongsopha. Each Monday, I honor the energy flow of the moon cycle and share ways we can tune into the seasonal rhythm of our intuitive body. You are invited to dance in harmony with what is seen above, sensed below, vibrated all around, and felt within. Happy month of May and happy upcoming Mother's Day. Also, I hope you had a lovely Beltane weekend as I did. I would like to send a deep gratitude to the newest Patreon member, Yael Yaya. Thank you for supporting my work and the intuitive yoga community. And for those of you who listen regularly and finding my podcast ritual every Monday, nurturing, but you aren't into practicing with the community, you can still offer a positive karma for yourself by sending a kind review and stars on the Apple podcast. I deeply appreciate your generosity and caring vibe. And, you know, I do the same with all the uh, podcasts that I listen to. And it gives me good feelings to be able to to help indie artists <laughs> who are podcasting and giving their uh, time and their work freely. And I kind of put myself in that same artistic category. So yeah, please do send some love my way. Upon waking up this morning, I was greeted with the beautiful light of Jupiter and Saturn and Moon all in Aquarius corner of the south side of the sky. So I woke up around 5.15 a.m. and, you know, I'm able to do this because I go to bed super early. I'm kind of a nine to five uh, person at nighttime, going to bed by 9 p.m. and waking up around 5 a.m. But my body also goes through <sighs> cyclical um, change. And so at this time, you know, nine to five, is working well, but sometimes it's eight to four, and sometimes it's nine to six, sometimes it's eight to five. I tend to go to bed super early. So this is normally true, and it has to be like I have to be completely off of my um, daily rituals and routines for me to go to bed later than 9 p.m. 
But I'm pointing this out because if you are someone who been trying to wake up early because all the yogis do it and you feel that pressure, yeah, the only way to wake up early is to go to bed early. So don't shortchange yourself ever um, sleeping at least seven to eight hours a day. It's so important um, to your overall health and well-being, unless you, of course, nap throughout the day or meditate throughout the day, and you don't live a modern lifestyle that, for most of us, quite stressful. Then maybe you only need, you know, three to four hours of continuous sleep, like what the ancient yogis needed. But other than that, for most of us, seven to eight or even more hours of sleep are completely necessary. Anyhow, it's been quite windy here where I live, the unceded land of the Ohlone people known now as the Silicon Valley. It's the pollination season for the trees and plants as well as us humans. With the sky beings, we can connect to that part of ourselves that are expansive and heavenly. Because no matter where we live on this earth, we see the same sun, moon, planets, and stars. As earth beings, we are meant to also root and belong to the physical land that we live on. I have come to love this land after 20 years of living here, even though my whole family and all my relatives are in Thailand and I'm the only person, first generation here, at this moment, I feel that this is where I deeply belong. I have looked into this feeling more critically to give it uh, a reason just to unite the mind to the heart and body according to 23andMe test that I did when my father passed away in 2017, shortly after that I did the test and found that through my matrilineage line, I am about 98% Silk Road Chinese and 2% Native American and Southern European. I began to feel a deep call to connect with my ancestors after my dad passed away and to really find ways to 
return home to the indigenous way of living, of being. And the only logic for the love I have for this foreign land beyond the daily connection 20 years a long time um, to all the creatures humans and more than human beings is that it's perhaps my ancestral land after all with that you know, little percentage of the Native American in my maternal blood. The more I connect with this place as an ancestral place, the more I feel this maternal love inside my heart. The sensation is so tender and tenacious and intense and it gives me strength and flexibility as well it gives me a kind of agility and no matter where you live I think you can track back to your human and before human time the ancestors that root you there, that root you to where you are living right here and now. The ancestors who saw the same sky beings and were guided to live in ways that root you to connect back to the light in the sky, which continue to change and evolve for and with you. What do you feel when you are anchored by the earth and heaven ancestors? I honor the center in you where the entire universe circles. I honor the core in you where wisdom, love, and sovereign radiate. I honor the cycle in you where when you are in your rhythm and I am in my flow, we are one. It's interesting, isn't it, that many of us experience allergies during the pollination season. Spring season used to be the most uncomfortable time for me. I suffered seasonal allergies throughout my 20s and 30s. And what triggered it was my relocation from Bangkok to Northern Thailand when I attended Chiang Mai University at age 18. 
And in Bangkok, I had chronic insomnia, digestive issues, even bad breath, um, night terrors on a regular basis, and many little other conditions that weren't quite illnesses. Bangkok was and still is very metropolitan and not many trees or plants are there as there are in Chiang Mai. So my immunity was already weak when I was exposed to a lot of pollens in Chiang Mai and that first year in college I had a huge uh, sinus infection and was sick for a month. I lost like 10 pounds and I was already a bit underweight and malnourished because of all the um, chronic conditions I had. I moved to the U.S. after a year and a half at Chiang Mai University. My seasonal allergy got even worse. Over-the-counter drugs weren't helpful because I would get terrible side effects. I was in fear of nature and would stay indoor as much as possible. It was the reason why I chose yoga as an exercise routine when I began to get into embodiment and self-healing. After studying Ayurveda and yoga and applying their remedies along with uh, fulfilling my life purpose of sharing the healing practices of yoga and Ayurveda, my condition and overall health uh, slowly improved. I became less and less allergic to the plant world. Today, I truly feel at one with nature and in respect of my light, dry, and airy constitution. I take care to not overexpose my body to too much wind and penetrating sun or too much uh, coldness. I can spend all day right now in this beautiful weather of the Ohlone land in springtime without much of um, allergic reaction unless it's super, <laughs> super windy, which we have been experiencing um, for the past week or so. Last year, with all the time I had, I was able to identify the final source of allergy trigger. It was the gas furnace in my house every winter until 
the last winter, we would turn on the central heater and um, the air, heat, and carbon monoxide would fill the enclosed house. It was a recipe for poisoning my body. Though it did not affect my partner, whose body is constitutionally and metabolically different than mine. Um, his has more water and fire elements and less wind or air. So I voiced my concern to him and telling him how the forced air, you know, that, that coming up also brought um, carbon monoxide, which is a deadly agent. <laughs> and so we turn the furnace off and we bought a couple of radiant heaters, electric heaters to warm the space up. I am feeling like what my body is meant to feel in springtime, you know, without the, that microdosing of um, carbon monoxide poison. I'm feeling fresh and young and vibrant and joyful, like all the uh, plants and trees and animals in nature how they feel right after the dead of winter. The lesson is don't underestimate the environmental toxins as you try to find the root cause and triggers for your health condition. And also understand that most of our chronic conditions are due to lifestyle imbalances which often stemmed from childhoods, family dynamics, and activities. When we heal our current health, condition, we also heal our soulful child self-condition. We become the mother that perhaps our parents or guardians couldn't, couldn't be when we were growing up. Now that we are adult, we can tune in to exactly what our body, heart, and spirit need instead of blaming or putting that responsibility to someone else, our partner, friends, or therapist, we can invite them on our healing 
journeys to support us. But that mothering needs to take place within because we are the only one who knows what our soulful child self needs in order to feel safe, fed, and joyfully creative. Here is a little spring prayer to honor the mother within each and every one of us. I receive this sunlight to fortify my muscle, heal my mind, and glorify my heart. So this spring prayer is meant to be done as you sit outdoor with the stream of sunlight touching your body. I receive this sunlight to fortify my muscle, heal my mind, and glorify my heart. It really is helpful. It's been really helpful for me at least to remember to recognize that the only thing that really needs healing is the mind. By softening the senses, which are in the head region, right? Our eyes, our ears, our nose, our mouths, and the skin and muscles in the head region, especially between the eyebrows and across the forehead and along the jaw that tend to get super tight. And even down into the throat um, and into the shoulders, upper back, and around the heart. By softening the senses, the sense organs, the muscle around the senses, as well as letting go of the thoughts, you know, as opposed to keep putting energy blood flow, blood nutrients into them through thinking, right? Just softening the senses, let go of the thoughts and turning the awareness to the body and the organic surrounding nature. I can integrate the mind and heal its fracturing tendency. The mind is the most fragile state or the most fragile aspect of ourselves. In a moment, it can be completely real and powerful as it churns thoughts into emotions, into actions. But a moment later, it can dissolve as if it never existed. This volatile state of consciousness can be stabilized, can be beautified and polished to be the bright light it's meant to be. By softening the senses, 
releasing the thoughts and turning the awareness to the body and all the organic surrounding nature that want to come through our senses, the mind becomes a stable water as opposed to a muddy sewage. And the mind can reflect the natural world as it is, as she is, clear, stable, connected, beautiful, elegant, and full of graceful solutions. Right? These are the states that the mind can be recognized, remember, and reignite passions into unifying actions, right? the doings that are supportive to both personal and collective lives. Every other aspect of self is already whole, already cyclical, soulful, and intuitive, already are spiraling, changing, and evolving. When the mind is solid, unchanging, stuck in one or more frequencies, it obstructs the natural rhythmic fluid flow of energy in the heart and body. It impedes their ability to vibrate as a changing seasonal cycle that connects to all lives in nature. And you may ask what makes the mind solid and unchanging? Chronic often formed since childhood when our souls were unbounded and less centered on egoic separation, egoic sense of individual self and more centered on spiritual connection. We were innocent, curious, and absorbent until dissonances and traumas occurred physically and emotionally. Our souls then went into hiding places somewhere our child selves needed to be to feel safe. And our spirit got contracted. Those hiding places in our psyches were where our beliefs formed 
and continue to inform us to this day. As children, these hiding places in the dark corners of the psyches were the best coping tools we had. But as adults, our responsibility is to tell our child selves to come out. It is our responsibility to see where our soulful child self is hiding, what beliefs need to be seen, honored, as useful tools back in the days. And finally, they need to be dismantled and released in order for the mind to reunite with the heart and body as one cyclical, flowing, and changing nature. So during the last week of full moon in Scorpio, with that bright, <laughs> beautiful, full supermoon um, brightness, what was revealed in your mind and even deep in your psyches, in your belief system, one of the beliefs that showed up for me to see very clearly during last week, Scorpio full moon, was that my mind equates rest and relaxation to laziness. I constantly deny myself the space to do nothing and to be everything, which is to do nothing, be nothing. Right? When you are nothing, you are immediately everything. I deny myself to rest, to soften, to relax, to drop into the gravity, into the Mother Earth, because since childhood, I have learned from my parents and their parents as well as the society at large that unless you are working on something or being employed by some agent that leads you to productivity, profitability, then you are a lazy person and laziness is the worst thing because it means that I am worthless. Wow, this was, this was such a revelation. And of course, I, I use um, present tense because I know that this belief is still very much cur current 
is still very deeply rooted and it's gonna probably take years and maybe the rest of my lifetime right to continue to see honor and release this belief system that was maybe helpful when I was little you know as I cope with the society with um my parents belief system but it no longer rings true to me and my health i believe is is difficult to let go but this revelation that rest and relaxation and doing nothing equate laziness and laziness equates worthlessness is huge i am now <laughs> affirming to myself as much as needed when i do nothing when i just sit in my backyard that it's okay to be lazy when i watch a show when i eat my food that it's okay to be lazy laziness is actually great because i am giving my body a break and everyone else including mother earth a break as well because i am not extracting or over consuming or expending anyone or anything including my body giving myself permission to be lazy is to give myself an opportunity to recognize my worth in the space of nothingness in the space of empty everythingness i also want to point out that this belief about laziness is tied to ableism is tied to those who benefit from our sense of worthlessness um is tied to capitalism that took root because it benefits from our scarcity mindset it is tied to our deep uh, desire to consume more and produce more and extract more so it's such a rudimentary belief that i think all of us need to put in to the glaring light of awareness of our collective intelligence and 
to begin to shift our social behaviors toward a more abundant and worthy mindset. So let's get into this week's elemental flow. This week is leading to the new moon in Taurus next week. This week is leading to the new moon in Taurus next week, with the sun anchoring us in Taurus until May 20th. We can continue to work with the fixed earth element by connecting to the root system, earthly and heavenly ancestral ways of being and doing. Today, Moon Day, May 3rd, the waning half moon is in Aquarius, along with the Jupiter and Saturn. If you are listening to this podcast episode on this Moon Day, May 3rd, check in with how you feel for the humanity because Aquarius connect to our social lives and support your capacity to uplift your human friends by taking the time to embody your Aquarian nature through the gallbladder meridian supporting its health. Its peak function is between 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., which is when your brain needs to cleanse and organize itself. As you sleep, your dreams purge and reorganize your brain and vice versa. So these two hours are super sacred to me. I don't allow anything to come between me and my dream time because it's so crucial for my health. And without health, really, you can't enjoy anything. There is no physical pleasure, and there is no spiritual evolution or growth. There is no mental clarity or emotional connection either. So health is truly the foundation. So um, with, with that, there is an ability to connect and support others at daytime, right? So if you give yourself um, this nighttime around 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. to um, dream deeply, you can then have the ability, the energy, right, the natural flow of blood and nutrients to move up and out to support other humans and beyond. While the brain cleanses itself at this time, the gallbladder assists the liver to cleanse the body 
the best thing for your gallbladder is fat-soluble food, which is all kinds of beans. So fat is where much of toxins are stored. Your gallbladder breaks down these toxins, but if there is not enough soluble fiber to mobilize the toxins after the gallbladder, um, break them down, then the toxic fat cannot be moved out of your body and the toxins remain in it. So get to bed early, sleep, dream, and eat plenty of beans. On Mars Day, Tuesday, Mercury Day, Wednesday, and Jupiter Day, Thursday, the moon moves into Pisces, we can dial down from the beta frequencies of the fixed air Aquarius to the alpha frequencies of the mutable water Pisces. Let's continue to deepen our dreams and dive into even deeper sleep at night to support the liver meridian. At daytime, we can pray in all ways, all kinds of ways to pray and to divinize our mind so that the minds can connect to the hearts right, in various creative forms. Chanting, singing, being in conversations with our bodies and modern human bodies. Entering the sweet dream state while you are awake through poems, gardening, hand making of non linear shapes and forms, let the sweet fluid space of mutable water rejuvenate your body and glorify your heart and inspire your mind to commune with others through gentleness and compassion. There is the wonderful statement from Maya Angelou. She said, I have learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. So remember that memories are water. We cannot remember anything without 
any feeling. The sweeter you feel. Water is, by the way, sweet. The sweeter others feel for you. The week ends with the waning crescent moon in Aries. Connect to the cardinal fire of Aries to support your lung meridian, especially between 3 to 5 a.m., right? right after the liver meridian time, which is between 1 to 3 a.m. Remember the prayer I shared earlier. I receive this sunlight to fortify my muscle. Your heart, by the way, is the strongest muscle. Heal my mind and glorify my heart. Connect to the sun and wind this weekend. Spend as much time outdoor as possible, if possible. If you don't have um, chronic allergies and you are able to physically put yourself out there, Breathe in the oxygen from the trees and plants and let them breathe in return the carbon dioxide of your exhale breath. Reciprocity is the cure for allergies and all kinds of stagnation. Belonging is the space that contains all sustainable exchanges. Find a quiet space, breathe deeply, and enter the theta frequencies of the fire element to be inspired from within. Let the web of life and the breath of spirit polish the metal element of your lung meridian. On Saturday, May 8, I will be facilitating an outdoor intuitive yoga practice for my community. I hope you We'll find some time, some space this week to nurture all the elements in you through the healthy mothering of your conscious awareness. And have a wonderful Mother's Day on Sunday, May 9th. I will be back next Monday to share more, including the new moon in Taurus reflection and intention ritual. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for listening. Your joy and well-being mean the world to me. If this podcast has been helpful in any way, please send me some love through the stars and review on Apple Podcast. Connect with me at Janya Wongsopa, J-A-N-Y-A-W-O-N-G-S-O-P-A dot com, or become a practice member at Patreon slash Intuitive Body. Until next Monday, goodbye, lag on, and all my love. <laughs>